Hey guys, I'd like to introduce you to a new podcast that I know you're going to love. Do you like travel? Do you like picturesque locations and getting away from it all? Well, this new podcast has all that and murder. It's called Slaycation, and it's a darkly humorous look at murders and mysterious deaths that took place on vacation. Hosted by a true crime fanatic, her comedy writer husband and his TV producing partner, Slaycation brings a unique perspective to chilling, thrilling, and WTF stories of vacations gone horribly wrong. From the twisted tale of Harold and Tony Henthorne, whose romantic anniversary in the Rocky Mountains ended with one of them falling off a cliff, to Angelica and Vincent, two recently engaged lovebirds whose Hudson Valley kayaking adventure ended underwater. Each episode of Slaycation will have you asking, accident or murder? But it's not just the stories that'll intrigue you. It's the discussion between a longtime married couple and business partners who happen to be Emmy-nominated TV producers. Each episode of Slaycation also includes humor, takeaway and travel tips that will keep your next vacation from being your last. If you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the 1970s and 80s, a monster hunted the Connecticut River Valley. Seven bodies found, one survivor, and no suspects. I'm Jane Borowski, host of Invisible Tears. I was seven months pregnant and stabbed 27 times, and I survived. My story didn't end that frightful night. This attack on me physically and mentally lingered for years. I'm Amanda Bedard, and I'm Jane's life coach and co-host of Invisible Tears. Jane is ready to share her story, and not just about her attack, but her healing process afterwards. As a platform for truth and healing, we are on a mission to help others that suffer from PTSD and help bring awareness to mental health issues. To hear my story and others, you can find Invisible Tears wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We hope that our government has our best interests at heart. But what if instead of helping to keep us informed, they're actually actively working to hide knowledge from us? These are four creepy and strange government conspiracies. Number four, men in black. They're the best kept secret in the universe, or so the line from the MIB movie goes. But like most things, the truth is stranger than fiction, and many people believe the men in black actually exist in real life. The term men in black refers to those who are dressed in black suits with black shoes and a black hat. They seem to show up during mysterious occurrences, most notably whenever there's a UFO sighting or encounter. They're often described as tall male figures, bald with no eyebrows and red lips. Their job is to keep the alien phenomenon buried and will harass, intimidate, and stalk witnesses and researchers into keeping their mouths shut. 
The first mention of Men in Black was in 1947 when Harold Dahl met one. Dahl was with a co-worker, his kid, and dog out in the Puget Sound when they witnessed six unknown donut-shaped crafts in the sky. One of the objects started dropping heavy metallic items into the water below, and Dahl said he took photos of the debris. Later on, however, a mysterious man in black approached him, took him out to breakfast, and then told him never to speak of the incident again. They were next seen in 1967 when Robert Richardson claimed his car collided with a UFO. Upon impact, the saucer mysteriously vanished, but left behind a small piece of metal that Richardson recovered. After about a week, two men in black suits came to visit him at home. They specifically asked for the piece of metal, but Richardson had already given it to the authorities for testing. It was the last time he would see them, but not before they threatened him and his wife before they left. Jack Robinson, a UFO researcher, also mentioned meeting these mysterious individuals in 1968. He said he and his wife reported seeing a man in black standing across the street from their apartment for several days. They also believed that their place had been broken into and rummaged through, though nothing was taken. One of their friends, named Timothy Beckley, decided to take a photo of this man, and it remains just one of the instances where these mysterious men were captured on camera. In 1976, Dr. Herbert Hopkins was a doctor studying a particular UFO incident when he received a phone call from a man claiming to be part of a New Jersey UFO organization. This person inquired if Hopkins was alone and if he could talk with him about his research. By the time their discussion was finished over the phone, he could hear the man's footsteps at his front door. Hopkins described him as having no eyebrows or lashes with pale skin and ruby red lips. The man showed Hopkins a coin and told him to watch it. As he did, its color slowly changed from silver to copper, then to silver again, and then to a bluish tint. Afterwards, the coin became fuzzy and blurred before ultimately dematerializing. The man then ordered Hopkins to destroy all of his UFO research. Another instance supposedly catches the MIB on surveillance cameras. Hotel manager Shane Sovar and a security guard have reported seeing a UFO and recounted their story to co-workers. A short time later, two identified men strolled into the hotel looking for him and the guard. Both were off duty at the time but the men in black continued to ask the hotel staff about what they had heard. Witnesses described the men as being tall figures, completely bald with no eyebrows, and an almost hypnotic gaze. Both men were captured on a hotel camera as they walked in, making people wonder whether this was a clever hoax or was a further confirmation that the men in black truly exist. The encounters with the men in black have most likely gone unreported because of the scare tactics that they employ. No one can positively confirm or deny the existence of these mysterious men. More than just being regular government officials, many seem to think they're not even part of this world at all and could be humanoid aliens bent on keeping a tight lid on the existence of extraterrestrial life. Number 3 Harp. Started in 1990, H-A-A-R-P 
which stands for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, has garnered one of the most persistent conspiracy theories since its inception. The main facility is located in the middle of the Alaskan wilderness. It's a joint project created by the U.S. Air Force, U.S. Navy, DARPA, which is the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, and the University of Alaska Fairbanks. On paper, this is a research center that studies the ionosphere, which is an area in the upper atmosphere. HARP develops technology that could help enhance technology for radio communications and surveillance. While that may be a component of what they do, it's widely believed that they are working on much more secretive programs and has covert capabilities that it doesn't want people to know about. Nick Begich Jr., son of a late U.S. representative, claims that HARP is capable of triggering earthquakes and turning the upper portion of the atmosphere into a giant lens. He also maintains a website that states HARP is a mind control device. It sounds out of this world, but it's not just him saying this. A military journal in Russia claims the facility's ionosphere testing could potentially flip the Earth's magnetic poles. Physicist Bernard Eastland says that HARP has patented technology that could neutralize satellites and even modify weather across the entire globe. As a result, conspiracy buffs believe the facility is involved in a variety of major disasters including the 2011 Japanese earthquake, the Space Shuttle Columbia disaster, and even the disappearance of MH370. When NASA released data showing strange atmospheric anomalies over Japan just days before the 2011 earthquake, HARP became a primary suspect for its cause. Apparently, a rapid heating of the atmosphere right over the epicenter of the quake supposedly caused the massive shift in the Earth. This resulted in a tsunami that killed thousands, as well as the Fukushima nuclear plant crisis. If they could truly control the weather, then that's a weapon more powerful than anything man could make. They're suspected of having something to do with the sudden polar vortex which plunged the United States' east coast into unheard-of freezing temperatures. Various publications and sites claim it's well within the capabilities of HARP to alter the polar jet stream and that they may have done so as an experiment. Perhaps in a bid to stop the rumors from swirling, the U.S. Air Force announced that the HARP program would officially shut down in May of 2014. Today, the site and facility is under the ownership of the University of Alaska Fairbanks, where it's available for researchers to use on a pay-per-use basis. Or at least, that's what they're telling the public. Number 2. The Philadelphia Experiment Also referred to as Project Rainbow, the Philadelphia Experiment involves covert experiments, disappearing ships, and possibly even time travel. Accounts of its real purpose still varies. Some say the original experiment was a way to discover if it's possible to make a ship invisible for enemy radar, that they were simply aiming for a cloaking device but somehow ended up getting dematerialization and teleportation instead. Moreover, it was supposedly based on Einstein's unified field theory for gravitation and electricity. It's believed that in 1943, the USS Eldridge was equipped with various experimental electronic equipment, like massive generators, magnetic coils, RF transmitters, 
modulation circuits, and other specialized equipment not normally found on an escort destroyer. The experiment was said to have been conducted twice, once in the naval shipyard and the other at sea. One of these experiments was done in front of the SS Andrew Ferusith, a merchant marine ship. This is crucial because a member of the crew named Carl M. Allen wrote several letters chronicling exactly what he witnessed. In 1955, he contacted Morris Jessup, a UFO enthusiast and astronomer, and told him that on July 22, 1943, after the generators were turned on, a greenish fog began to envelop the ship, concealing it from view. As the fog began to disappear, the USS Eldridge also disappeared with it. The scientists and the Navy were in awe of what was happening. The ship was not only invisible to the naked eye, but to radar as well. After 15 minutes, they decided to bring back the ship. Orders to shut down the generators were given, and the greenish fog returned. As it began to subside, the USS Eldridge started coming into view, but it was clear something was wrong. Shore personnel soon boarded the vessel and found the crew nauseous and disoriented. The higher-ups decided they only wanted radar and visibility, so various tweaks to the mechanism and equipment were made. Another experiment was done in October of 1943. For the first few seconds, everything went well, with only a faint outline of the hull being visible on the water. However, without warning, there was a flash of blue light and the ship completely disappeared. It reappeared in Norfolk, Virginia, miles away, before disappearing again and reappearing back in the Philadelphia Naval Yard. The crew, however, became violently sick again. There were even some missing, and about five crew members were fused to the metal in the ship. Instead of radar and visibility, it seems they activated teleportation instead. No one knows for sure whether this story is absolute fact or simply a legend, while an actual USS Eldridge did exist during the time, there's no concrete proof it ever underwent the experiment. Despite this, however, conspiracy theorists strongly believe it did happen, and it's possible the government simply removed all traces of it. Number 1. The Alien Existence Cover-Up One of the most famous conspiracy theories hounding the government is the existence of aliens and the great cover-ups they've been creating over the years. Many claim that the government and various top officials all over the world are aware of the existence of UFOs and aliens and that the truth has been kept from the general public. More than that, the government of the United States is believed to be working closely with aliens as well. But why would the government not disclose something so significant? When it comes to this question, the panic that the War of the Worlds broadcast created is often cited. In the 1930s, Orson Welles mimicked a real-life broadcast while reading out the novel about an alien invasion on air. It was so realistic that much of the audience thought it was real, and many people panicked. This also happened in Ecuador in the 1940s when the same classic novel was read over the radio. People ran and huddled in churches with their families to find comfort in God. When it was discovered the broadcast was nothing but a novel, the angry mob formed and burned down the station, resulting in several deaths. This is just a microcosm of what could occur 
If the entire world found out that aliens were in fact real and coming to visit. As for possible proof of a cover-up, there are several instances that people point to. When the famous Roswell crash happened in 1947, the military initially released a press statement saying that a flying disc was recovered on the Roswell site. But shortly afterwards, the statement was retracted, and people were told that it was nothing but a misidentified weather balloon. Since then, top-ranking officials have come forward claiming that a craft was indeed recovered from the site, including alien bodies, and that the government covered up the entire thing. Another controversial UFO incident and subsequent possible cover-up is that of the Mantell incident. Thomas Mantell was an Air Force pilot in 1948 who mysteriously died while in pursuit of what he described as a metallic object of tremendous size. A task force called Project Sign was created to investigate, and they concluded that Mantell had been chasing the planet Venus instead, a conclusion that many obviously disagree with. Project Sign was later known as Project Grudge and then turned to Project Blue Book. Edward Ruppelt, who was the first director of Project Blue Book, described the performance of the Air Force with regard to UFO investigations as schizophrenic because they altered between disclosure and secrecy for a very long time. Ruppelt also disclosed that there was a report made called Estimate of the Situation, explaining that saucers were real and likely of otherworldly origins. Over the years, there are countless instances where individuals have claimed to have seen UFOs and the government telling them that they had seen something else. Today, more people than not around the world believe that UFOs and aliens have visited Earth, so it seems that those in charge are keeping something from the public. Several officials have come forward over the years confirming the existence of aliens and UFOs. Perhaps one of the most credible is former astronaut Dr. Edgar Mitchell, who has claimed he was aware of several UFO visits throughout his career. And he says that the government has covered up every single one of them. Mitchell is a veteran astronaut who is part of the Apollo 14 mission. He, together with Alan Shepard, hold the record for conducting the longest moonwalking session at 9 hours and 17 minutes. He describes the UFOs as having more sophisticated technology than us, and that if they wanted to, we would all be gone by now. So those were four creepy and strange government conspiracies. It's hard to say if these theories hold any truth to them, or are just conspiracies. But if knowledge is power, then disinformation would give those in charge a big advantage over civilians, and they would have the ability to further control humanity. If you enjoyed our video, then subscribe to our channel so each week we can bring you a new Scary Mysteries episode to check out. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.